What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the podcast. Hope you're all doing well. As always, I am your host, Justin Harold. With me, my co-host, Jeff Santa. And today is the 26th episode of the Cleveland Post podcast. The Cleveland Browns are 7-3 and three for the first time since 1994. And they just beat they just beat the Eagles in a pretty pretty good game, I'd say. I mean, for the most part. I don't know if you want to say that last score of theirs was padded, but uh a good a good win against the Eagles. So Jeff, how you doing, my guy? I'm good. Um we've had an interesting day on the uh on the Twitter, on the social medias. Glad that the Browns are seven and three, and I'm done. I'm done being negative. I'm getting this out of the way. I'm owning up to it. I was wrong. The Eagles are boo-boo. Okay. Fun fact. <laughs> Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is so bad. I mean, his O-line is so bad. Kelsey gets hurt mid-game. Unfortunate for them. They're not very good. Their offense is very, very bad. Very bad. Miles Sanders was balling on us, though. In that first quarter, I don't know why they didn't stay with it because he was balling on us. And I don't know. It just seemed like they got away from that run game pretty quickly and kind of just for some reason put the ball in Wentz's hand, which was obviously a mistake. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, I'll be I'll be the first to admit it. I was wrong. Miles Garrett. If Miles Garrett would have played, oh baby, baby, defensive baby, baby. player of the year, secure. He would have had thirteen sacks coming out of week ten. Yeah. So that's disappointing. You know, he's gonna miss another game. Um. So we got injuries. Like again, banged up instantly. Instantly yeah. banged up again. Um. Ward. You know, who knows what's going on over there? We might know. Maybe we know. Um, Maybe. Check us out on Twitter. Um, and Ronnie Harrison is uh, day to day, so you know, got to win that game, got to beat everybody in that division, and I'm thrilled. Yep, yep, absolutely, I agree. I mean, uh, thank goodness for our defense taking advantage of a awful Carson Wentz. Uh, made him play a pretty bad game uh, altogether. I mean, you y- you talk about the O line for them and everything, but I mean, Kelsey and Peters are both prior pro Pro bowl players um but yeah i mean carson wentz on the day 21 of 35 uh two touchdowns and two interceptions and i believe he fumbled or no uh what's his name fumbled uh uh, miles sanders who's both on our fantasy team so unfortunate for us don't need him browns win that's all that matters so fantasy always you think they're gonna start Jalen hurts over there Honestly, at the end of the day, if you're Doug Peterson, I think you got to look at yourself in the third quarter of this game and really consider it. Consider yeah. Putting him in. Uh, the weird thing that I saw, though, was that he was already asked that question and said, if you start Jalen Hurts, then it's a signal of the end for like, like, it's like we're giving up the season, which like yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah. Starting though, I mean, starting's different, but like their offensive line is so bad that Jalen Hurts would just, I feel like give them a huge boost just because he's that much more mobile than Carson Wentz just run away from the pressure that's going to be there maybe but man does Carson hold that ball forever he holds it forever and then other times the pocket literally is non-existent yeah well that's the first time I saw Olivier Vernon just completely bulldoze dudes into the opposing quarterback so uh, but talk about a dude stepping up for miles gets three sacks in a day where miles might have had six sacks so uh, the defense was awesome. The defense did really, really well. Denzel Ward played an amazing game. Unfortunately, somehow got hurt. Didn't even notice that he got hurt. But, um, yeah, he played a phenomenal game. Caused the pick six. Uh, got an interception of his own. Had a, n- a couple of nice pass deflections. And a, a really poor, poor man's uh, pass interference call. Jeff, me and you were arguing. Terrible. Yeah, but me and you, but me and you were arguing before about a Rashard Higgins no call. You you said that was good, and if you look at that, yeah, then I mean, one the refs are going to be inconsistent. The announcers, the announcers sounded dumb calling that one because they said it was a little. I literally heard the announcer, and he was like, "Yeah, just a little hand fighting," and I didn't even really see the replay. But yeah, that one was bad. Yeah, but all in all, uh, Nick Chubb, thank God that he's uh, he's back and he's healthy because my God, that dude 
fought for all of his yards and created his own holes and everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, If I have a message to deliver to any Browns player or position group, it's to the offensive line and it's sack up already because you guys haven't played well since uh, Pittsburgh from my point of view, you guys are good in the pass protection, but I mean, our bread and butter comes from running the ball and there's no excuse for our guys just completely getting blown off the ball by people. Sometimes I can understand if they're like, if they're always stacking the box, which I understand they are, but on the plays where you have your one-on-ones and you know, you're supposed to be getting pulling correctly and everything. I don't know. There were a lot of times where I looked over at Jedrick Willis. This was Jedrick Willis's worst game. And he just looked clueless on the, on the one time when he got beat off the edge and uh, the fumble was caused because of that. He just looks clueless. And then multiple times when he just has his helmet come flying off for some reason, but I don't know. I think if I'm going to be upset about anything uh, in these past, like, I guess, what has it been like six games since we played, um, since we played Steelers? No, that's too many, right? Five, 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 games, five games ago. Yeah, Four, five, five games. Yeah, I mean, uh, the offensive line needs to pick it up because honestly, they just they look like they're getting physically manhandled by every other team. I mean, yeah, that's the game plan. Stop the run and make us pass the ball. I mean, we're kind of we're not thin at the wide receiver in the wide receiving core. Like I can't even say that. Like we have good guys. Higgins is a stud. Um, Landry's been, you know, I feel like under underperforming and banged up kind of it respectively in his own right. Underutilized a little bit too, maybe. Yeah, definitely underutilized. Had a nice run. Had a nice run pitch. And we don't have Janovich this week. And I didn't see – I like when we bring Hooper into the backfield and, like, run him as a fullback sometimes. We do that, like, once in a while. We did that in the uh, Raiders game maybe a couple of times, maybe. And we did it uh, last week. But – yeah, I didn't see a whole lot of that. I feel like the maybe teams are just figuring out our run schemes, and that's what you got to prepare for. You got to prepare for Chubb and Hunt if you're playing us. I think um, it was last week because Hooper was out for the Raiders game with yeah, Wyatt yeah. Teller and yeah, all those guys. But um, I think they, because of Janovich not being there, I think they did more of a Hooper or not Hooper, um, Bryant and Carlson uh, were kind of doing that motion into the fullback position, but. Uh, for me personally, uh, if, I think the one thing that I want to see more of is kind of the, I don't know if I texted you this or I texted my uncle this, because uh, my uncle, lifelong Browns fan and um, season ticket holder, I texted him about what I thought about the offense. And I thought that, uh, so this is so this is what we were going on about. So uh, I said, team's starting to figure out their de- or their offense apparently uh he asked me you think we can run on them philadelphia had everyone in the box yesterday and i said haven't been able to run on anyone until the fourth quarter and that's thanks to nick chubb making cuts and holes for his offensive line um he says passing game would help except weather has been lousy let's see what happens in florida this week which has been one of my biggest things um and then i said gotta start doing more first down passes we did so um this past game we started the drive with a first down pass uh with Njoku dropping a very good ball in my opinion um and you said it's really nice to have Nick Chubb back so I mean those are my points uh honestly don't want to get too into this because me and Jeff like he said did get into a pretty uh talk talked about debate over Twitter so I kind of want to get into that but Jeff if you want to if you want to talk about anything a little bit more before we get into that no, it's a good win. I think that that's what you, what's really underrated about a running game. Um, they do a good job. Teams do a good job for so long, th- like three quarters, and then it just feels like it all catches up to them. And, you know, Stick we, it really, with it. we wear on them just all game long. Kareem and Chubb just pound and all, all day. And then at the end of the game, they just, their defense is so destroyed and so worn out that they just can't handle them anymore. That's probably. I mean, that's what we do. That's what we've been doing well the past two games, Texans and Eagles. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, with that being said, obviously good win against the Eagles onto, onto Jacksonville. Uh, we'll have a preview and everything for that later in the week. But so to, to change a little bit, to go off, you know, what we usually do in these podcasts, we're actually going to get into a debate about Baker Mayfield and what our thoughts are on him getting a contract extension 
after this season. So me and Jeff got pretty into it um, about this over Twitter. Uh, Jeff, do you want to start or do you want me to start? I don't even know where to start. So much going on. That's fair. Um, So honestly, it was a a pretty loosely structured conversation. It really was. It's really hard to kind of have those kind of arguments over um, like text messages or DMs or whatever it may be um, when it's not like when you're talking to someone and uh, really figuring it out. But essentially what it was about was like, does Baker Mayfield deserve a contract extension off of what we've seen? Um, I'm going to take for the sake of having like an actual argument, I'm going to take the player option out of the board and franchise tag and all that kind of stuff out of the board um, and just argue, I'll argue for the sake of, you know, giving him an extension and giving him more years on the contract. So uh, with that being known, though, Jeff, would you like to start for the opposite reason? I mean, mean, you don't really want to because you don't want to be seen as the villain, but... I mean, I am the villain, though. I'll tell you I'm the villain straight up. It's just I'm the realistic villain because right now, this is... I told you in the preseason... We could go go all the way back in the archives, episode, whatever, preseason. I said, this is Baker's year to... If he plays above average football, he's going to get, you know, everybody's, I feel like in the NFL and sports in general, we could probably agree that there's a good amount of people that are overpaid. Yep. But he's, has it like, I'm okay with paying people that are good. Like I'm not stingy, you know, I'm not the Cleveland Indians front office, even though they've made it work a different argument, but like Miles Garrett, like obviously you love that play. Yeah. We're paying Denzel whatever he wants. I don't know if I don't know if that's like I don't know. He's injury prone. He's made of glass. He's yeah. hurt every year. Is but he's probably love the man. Love the man. The top five corner in the league. Like yeah. But like that's what I'm saying though. I'm cool paying top five players in their position. I'm cool paying top ten players in their position. I don't think Baker's there. And this was the year where Baker, you know, okay, so yes, Stefanski, whatever, new coach. That's fine. I'll give him that. Because everyone loves talking about that, how he's been all these different systems, but then rookies get drafted out of the draft and they're in a new system. And, you know, maybe the team sucks, but they still do pretty good. Or the teams, I mean, Kyle Murray did pretty good coming out of college. So that argument, I don't know, 50-50. little wishy-washy. I liked it last year with Kitchens because I everyone knew Kitchens was bad. But, I mean, Stefanski's the offensive guru here. And, yes, we do have two good running backs, but Baker has not – for the number one overall pick, this is my argument. For the number one overall pick in his, what is this, his third full year? Third, third full year. Third four, full year, fourth year in the league. He has not cracked the top ten quarterbacks in the league. Um, I first year maybe. Um, it's hard to debate that um, first year because I mean he did break records in the first year um as a rookie for rookie records to be fair um but i mean if you so do you you have anything else before i just like hit a counterpoint to that i mean not really i'll just go off what you say yeah that's fair so i mean i i agree with you in the sense that he hasn't produced if you put a lot of stock into the number one pick of the draft in terms of quarterbacks and yes i would agree with you that he has not put up the numbers um Honestly, you can look – You like you said, there's a lot of people that you can point out to right now. I think Justin Herbert was your best point in your Twitter argument about, like, like who could be doing better as a quarterback as, like, a rookie right now. That man has 22 touchdowns. Didn't realize that he had 22 touchdowns Dude, he's already. He's yeah. But the problem with that is his teams are consistently playing from behind. So he has to throw the ball. My They're biggest... not though. They're not. They have a the Chargers have a better point differential than us. We're playing more from behind than they are. Well, I mean, I understand what you mean, skewed stat because we have blowouts, but still, we've but had games. But their stat, but that stat line is the the point differential at the end of the game. Yes. So if he's throwing the ball, it's like it's like the Eagles. It's like the last two games. The Texans. But he didn't even start the season. He came in. He didn't even play week. One or two. He's no, like, he played he's, week two. He came he's, in. Uh, yeah, but he's played one less game than him. He's played one yeah. less game than Baker. He's got 22 touchdowns. But he has way more passing attempts. Way more. Yeah, they, yeah, they don't have as good as running backs. No, they're playing from behind. They just don't have as good. If they had Eckler, the, oh, when they get Eckler back, they're going to be – they might win out. 
but that's i mean like that's like an if scenario it's it's like not i don't think it's necessarily fair for you to say all right well we had chubb out and we didn't necessarily throw the ball that much more yeah um, why because we have kareem who's also a top 10 yeah but me and you both agree that kareem solo 80 percent of the snaps was not working right i agree but that didn't change kevin stefanski from playing calling those plays so does that like tell you something or am i just looking too deep into that like how much I think we, I think our offense way? is built off of running the ball more than it is yes. Baker throwing the ball. Yes, and I have a counterpoint to that, which is a little recency bias. But it, does Kevin Stefanski's offense give you any indication, any indicators that he doesn't have faith in Baker at some times? No, because I look at Kirk Cousins last year. I look at Kirk Cousins when he was in Minnesota and Dalvin Cook's numbers from all those years. If you look at all, I mean, Dalvin Cook has been in the running for um rushing leader i think he might have the most touchdowns um as of right now in by all running backs um which obviously he's not there anymore but it was an established scheme that they kept on running um kirk cousins without kevin stefanski has been awful um but the point of you know i think our our offense runs through the run offense and produces the play action plays that work so well for Baker. Whereas I understand your point of like, all right, well, why don't they take it from shotgun and let him just throw the ball, which I, I can agree with you. Uh, it hasn't been phenomenal. He's no Aaron Rodgers, but he also hasn't been as bad as he, what he was last year, which was the biggest point I think coming into this year is don't lose Baker lost us games last year. I don't think Baker's lost us a game this year besides besides maybe the – and I can't even say the Raiders game because the Raiders no, game I, – I don't think he's lost us a game, but he hasn't – I don't – I really don't think he won us the second Bengals game. Technically, yes, but if you he would have played better – Yeah, but if he would have played better the first three quarters, we really didn't even have to be in that situation. We should have been smoking them. The first three quarters? You mean the first quarter? Because I mean, after yeah, the first quarter, the dude didn't miss a throw. Ever. He starts off with one of the worst quarters of the NFL this year. I, I agree. He did not – I I think his – what, he went like 0 for 5 in that first quarter? Yeah, he was awful, and he threw an interception and everything. I completely agree with you. But to say that for the three quarters that he was playing from behind, I don't think you can say that he didn't go and win you that game. I think that's absurd. I just don't think I mean okay, so here's the thing with saying he went he went and won us that game. The Bengals are I don't know how we beat the Ravens last year. I'm gonna put that as an outlier. Kudos to us. And you know and we play and we played Mason Rudolph last year. So let's take those games out of it. Baker's only beat Cincinnati. Basically. Like, okay, like, that's nice and all. Like, I respect Joe Burrow, and beating, beating Joe Burrow in a game, like, that's good. But, like, saying we have a comeback victory against Cincinnati, like, that, that's not – I'm not – I don't As a team, a as a team, that's not a great thing. But no. if you're if you're going to – if you're going to make the argument just for Baker, though, it's – he was a one-man show in that game. Like, Kareem had a touchdown, I think – but besides that, I mean, he didn't really run the ball that well. And it's just I, like how many I got. I should have been a lot more purchased. Does he have. Does he have a win this season against the team with a better than 500 record? The Colts, the Colts, Were the Colts 500 when we played them. Uh, when we played them. Yes. They okay, were so four and two, I believe. I believe we were both four and two. Going that's it. That like game. how many game, how many career wins? His 20 career wins, right? See, this is where you should make your point. This is where Colin Coward makes his point. Well, and Colin I think this Coward's is what a, you should. Colin Coward's a bomb. But... <laughs> I think this is what you should drill home. Oh, well, yeah. He has the... 20 career wins. How many of them are against teams over 500 records? Not Less a lot. Than half. I, I can guarantee you not a lot. But you know what else I can tell you? How many quarterbacks have we had in here the last decade or two? that have had records against losing teams that were, you know, good. It's a, the the problem is. That's the problem. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the issue that I'm good for the Browns. He's actually great for the Browns, but he's actually not great for the NFL. Like for the league, he's not great for the franchise. He's actually above average. 
but that's not saying much. Like Brian Hoyer was six and three before he got hurt in 2014. Brian, I think Brian Hoyer has his team. 2014 Brian Hoyer has this team seven and three at least. Yes, what you said about Case Keenum. Um, I see. Yeah, I, just, I agree. I mean, like, I agree. Like, are you extending like, Case Keenum? If Baker goes out the first quarter of Week One to the Ravens and we're seven and three, are you? Are you? Are we paying Case Keenum for two more years? But that's a completely different scenario. I mean, but he's not, he's not three years into the league and he wasn't a number one draft choice. Yeah. But that's what the Titans did to Tannehill basically kind of, but they, but yeah, but they had signed, they had, what did, did they trade? They traded for Ryan Tannehill, right? Yeah. Miami has been selling for three years. Yeah. That was a weird scenario, but to get a little bit back on track for this, the thing is, I try to make the point about, and if you want to talk about Ryan Tannehill, we, we talked about it right before we got into this, that he spent six years in Miami being a very, the most average quarterback that you could be. And he was forgettable. He was a very forgettable quarterback. And then he gets traded to Tennessee and granted Tennessee is very similar to us where they have a really good running back in the backfield mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who wins them games. And when did he when did Ryan Tannehill even get the start for Tennessee last year? I need to look that up in order to I don't have... know, but they're they're mad good when he put when he starts, they're like they've only lost like five games since he became a starter. Yeah, like but how many 20. but how many games did he get in that in that uh twenty nineteen season is the is the key a there. Bunch. Is the key there. Hold on, I'm going into splits. I'm going right, to the here's, here's the thing with the Tannehill argument, and this is very circumstantial. And I can't quantify it besides some examples, but like, that's just kind of how the NFL is. Like you could be sediment and be not very good in a franchise. And then they trade you and you just, I don't know. It's like career revival. Like I could totally see that happening. We literally, I don't know. We get Baker, we get whatever, pick up the option. So we have Baker two, say we have three more years and then he goes somewhere else. Could he be a stud somewhere else? Like, some people just don't play like very well in different franchises, in different systems, in different organizations. Does anybody play well in Miami? Ryan Fitzmagic. Ryan Fitzmagic, baby, I love that guy. Um, loss. Yeah, for real. Um, but like, the thing about that is like I'm not. The reason why I. I'm not going to make the argument for giving him a huge contract. I will make the argument for extending him for two years. You give him two years and those two years, you give him his second year with Kevin Stefanski in his third year. And that time you should be in playoff games. And if you aren't you winning a playoff, playoff game this year. Yeah. But you're not going to, but Jeff, there's no way you were expecting us to beat the Kansas city Chiefs or the Pittsburgh Steelers, whoever we may face in that first round. No. But I got and us so, in the playoffs preseason. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, so do I. But, like, my thing is, and it was evident once you lost those games to the Steelers and to the Ravens the way you did, and I won't even say the Raiders because that wasn't bad. But the thing that the, the those teams have done so well is, one, stick to their guns. So they haven't had – when was the last time those teams were coachless or GMless for multiple years? And – the the Ravens and the Steelers. Oh, I mean, when was yeah, the last time they've had like internal? Right. When have, when was the last time they had internal struggles like the Browns have? It's it hasn't been relative in two decades. But when's the last time they drafted a rookie quarterback who went and won them an MVP? Uh, Ravens are pretty recent. Yeah, but also he didn't win this first year. Yeah, but he's already won that. He's he hasn't won any, an M- but he hasn't won playoff games. He's already an MVP, though. But is that really like a thing to be happy yes, about if you haven't yes. won playoff games? Yes, if he's an MVP, he should have won MVP. He should have won playoff games. No. Why not? Because it's a regular season award. You're telling me you would rather. You tell me you would rather. Who would not- rather have Baker Mayfield win a playoff game than be MVP? Okay, a I thousand percent. A I thousand agree with percent. you, but you just said that we're probably not going to win a playoff game this year. You just said that. You're yeah, but like if you're going to say that, but like right now, you'd rather be, you'd rather who's in the better spot now? Ravens fans with Lamar Jackson's MVP and playoff playoff appearances the past three, two, three years, or us with Baker Mayfield no playoff appearances? They're better off, right? But is he? Who is he? Could he be a fluke? Who is? Who is? 
who was who was Lamar Jackson's coach's rookie year? Harbaugh. Okay, and who is his coach right now? Harbaugh. Who, who is was, Harbaugh, but Harbaugh is is Harbaugh. How many playoff games has Harbaugh won? Exactly. So who was Baker Mayfield's first head coach? So why does it matter though? Why does the coach head coaches because head coaching matters so much. But the head coach, but he was the Heisman in college. Like he had a different coach in college. He wins the best award in college, and then he comes to the NFL and so wins the Baker. best award in the NFL. But Baker hasn't done it. So yeah. what does it matter? Harbaugh's you, not out there running around with the football. But they're playing. They're calling the plays. They're calling the plays that those guys I mean, get to run. Yes, he's calling all of our plays because Baker audibles. Like I felt like I was watching JV football trying to watch Baker audible on Sunday. Lamar might be out there running the whole offense. You think every play over? You think Pete Carroll calls every play yeah. in Seattle? No, not no. Pete Carroll. Not Pete yeah, Carroll. Russell Wilson. Russell, stutter. but Russell Wilson's a completely different player. That's like Aaron. That's like saying Aaron Rodgers. We're not going to compare those two to Baker Mayfield. Why? Baker Mayfield's the number one overall draft pick. Let's compare them but, all. Okay, but Tom Brady's a six or, or six rounder. Like, yeah, what does that matter? The bottle. I mean, that's the go. That's just that's just Russell Barry's. Wilson was a third rounder. If you yeah, put Russell so much stock into these boy. into these draft numbers, it does not. I I'm not putting stock. All right, I am putting stock, but he's the number one overall draft pick. Yeah. All right. Out of all those guys that you like, so he could be a like he could be a bust. Like that's kind of my point. Like just because yeah, he number could one be, overall, but is he is he a bust? Is he he again? Is he a bust though? I mean, there's still a chance for a lot of people to be a bust. Yeah, he hasn't like, he hasn't been a boom. No, you're right. You're right. Beside his rookie year, he has not been a boom. I absolutely agree with you. But he also hasn't done anything to lose us any games this year, which I think is the big part of it. He's tried. He's he's significantly better than what he was last year. Is that not true? He's significantly – see, now we're we're going in circles kind of because this is your point too because he's significantly underused this year compared to last year. So – that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm, I'm telling you these percentages about Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray has eight interceptions but, with a hundred plus more attempts. Give right, Baker a hundred plus has, more. But he has four more touchdowns. He has four more touchdowns. Yeah, yeah I mean, good. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. But then Baker would also have more touchdowns as well. Would he though? He's just went. He just went three straight games without one. Yeah, but what? But you have to put that into context. What have the three? What have the past three games all had in common? The weather. Has been awful. Right. Just be well, let's, on. Let's awful. take. Let's just take the last three. Let's just take the last three games out of it because I just am thinking new arguments in my head. Okay. So the, the game right before game, that he threw. No, 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 no. Twenty nineteen to twenty twenty. Yeah. So OBJ, whatever. OBJ has regressed since Baker Mayfield has been his quarterback. That's simply just the fact. Other circumstances yeah. involved, you know, maybe there's other players on our team, whatever, obviously, but that's just the fact. Since coming from the Giants, he has not been as good as a wide receiver as he was. That's true. And there's a bunch of if statements in this because Landry's been banged up this year. Does Jarvis Landry have a touchdown this year? Uh, he would have if he held on to the ball in the Raiders game. Does he game. have a touchdown? No, I don't think he does. So who in our air game – and yes, we are run dominant. No one's saying we're not run dominant. Yes, we have two of the top 10 running backs in the league. Nobody's saying that. But who in our passing game this year has progressed besides Baker Mayfield, maybe from last year? Richard no, Higgins. Nobody. Richard Higgins Richard didn't Higgins. play last year. Richard Higgins was in the well, doors of dog. But, but you opened the door there. It was pro- progression. I mean, Okay, so Rashard Higgins, good. That's actually so. So out of the three us. players that you're probably talking about, with Jarvis Landry, OBJ, and, and Rashard because of Baker, nice, th- in- nice inside throw. It's got to be. A is he hurt because of Baker though? Uh, he's not healthy because of Baker. That doesn't make any sense. How is Baker to blame for a play where after he Baker's, threw the interception, Odell had enough time to go try to make a tackle, and that's when he got injured. So if he doesn't throw the interception, is OBJ hurt or healthy? I don't know. Is Joe Burrow healthy if he's if his lineman doesn't let him get sacked all the time? He might be. He got sacked a bunch. Okay, year. so he might be hurt then. But the who but knows the, if he tears his ACL the next the, play? The product of the play, yeah, it's football. People are going to get hurt. But the product of the play is bad throw by Baker. OBJ gets hurt trying to tackle the guy. Okay, so that's context. That's context, though. You have to put that context in there. I mean, but that's the truth. But it's not. Baker Mayfield threw a pass that got no, Odell no. Baker Mayfield didn't go snip his ACL, but he Baker Mayfield threw a pass that was intercepted. The same play Baker, uh, OBJ got hurt. 
Like, yeah. obviously, it's football. I'm not blaming Baker. So did J.C. Treader on that play. But it was yeah. that Baker's fault? Um, I mean, probably the same not. way. The same way it's Odell Beckham Jr.'s? For no. Odell Beckham Jr.'s? No. Then there you go. No. No. We, so, all right. So, if that ball's to the sideline, though, does OBJ get hurt on that play? If that no, ball's thrown out of does, bounds. Who, but who knows? Does, does J.C. Treader get hurt? Uh, I don't know. Did he get hurt? It's just not back? something you can. It's just not something you can quantify into being Baker Mayfield. I mean, Maybe. but I could. I could quantify the, the interceptions though, because that you can that quantify the interceptions. All right, it's so, a bad interception. So Baker Mayfield threw a pick, and OBJ got hurt on the same play. Nobody's fault. It's football. And Baker Mayfield pick six. Mick Fitzpatrick house call. Those are your two big highlights of the year for me. And uh, the first Ra- and the Raiders, or not the Raiders. I'm sorry, the Ravens when he threw it to uh, Calais Campbell. So three interceptions that I can say. Honestly, Clayus Campbell, that's a hell of a play. I don't blame Baker Mayfield for that. I blame Baker. I blame, I blame our front office and I blame Stefanski a little bit because you said, oh, you can't blame the coaches, this, that, or the other thing. But he can't see over the line of scrimmage. That and I blame our our talent evaluator for drafting a guy who's listed as six foot. He's not six foot. I know he's not six foot. He's like five eleven. Can't see over the line, five ten. He can't. That's why. Why is he so good out of the Baker's pocket? six foot one. He's not, bro. He's literally he's six not. Foot one. He's, he's not. Six foot, I'm, I'm looking at it he right now. He probably has the he probably has the most tipped and batted balls in the league the past two years at least. I mean, that might be fair. I I, I couldn't tell you that. I don't have. Why that is he so up. much better out of the pocket? I got to go look at Oklahoma highlights his Heisman year because I bet he wasn't in the pocket at all. Bet he was rolling to his left and rolling to his right because when he steps up in the pocket, I at Oklahoma. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly can't remember. I mean, I, I can't he remember. Was one of the, I saw him play against Ohio State too. The biggest thing about Baker, though, is that he was extremely accurate in high school or in high school in college, and he hasn't been as accurate as he should be. And I think that's a big point. I think he needs to be more accurate. I think that's when he plays his best. But also in the games where he doesn't throw interceptions and he, you know, I, you can, this is part of your argument that he hasn't thrown a touchdown either. It's more about not losing the game than it is winning the game, especially when you, the big thing with Baker this season is that no one is asking him to be what you stated in the, in the tweet, in the DMS about him being a top seven or eight quarterback. He's just a game manager. He's just supposed to, he's just supposed to manage the game. I understand, but and nobody's no. It's not that we're not asking for him to be this. I think everybody in everybody in the Browns. Here's me stating obvious again, just to lay it out there. It's not that we're not asking him to be. I would love for him to be a top ten, top five quarterback. We just with this build of the offense, we don't need him to be. That's what I can agree with. But like, think of it last year. Like, we don't have Hunt for however Eight many games. games. Yeah, yeah. Season. We don't have we don't have Hunt for half the season. We needed Baker. To throw the ball more, he was not very good at it. I And I agree with you. But I also think that last year, if you're going to take last year and you're going to look at it, then you have to look at his rookie year. He was phenomenal his rookie year. He was god-awful last year. And this year, he's average. Is that fair? Is that fair to say? Yes. Okay. So but this is the best team he's had. offensively offensively I agree with you offensively for for the offensive scheme coaching and personnel this is the best team he's had so he should be average I agree with you can I make one point about rookie year quarterbacks I think rookie year quarterbacks are consistently consistently have for the past few years now played above average football I agree with this than they do for like the rest of their for the rest of their careers I think Herbert will get Mm. figured out I will look at Lamar I think the only you can take Lamar's first season as like a weird yeah but like I don't know what's going on Lamar had his rookie year then he won MVP so that's not really relevant true 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 but no one but I think his second year was technically his like rookie year because when he got to start um in week man was it 11 yeah, week 11, so he got six games. He got six games in that season, and then he got the next season, mm. balled out. I don't think teams really had him figured out. Now, if you look at him this season, this is his worst season by far, and he's teams play, are starting to figure in, him out. 
here's the thing. Here's the thing about Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson a little bit. They're playing the best. They're playing the best division in football. That's one thing that you got to kind of say up front. However, it wasn't the best division in football last year. This year, it's the best division in football. And it, yeah. pro- it probably wasn't the best division in football two years ago. So two out of three years. It really Baker, wasn't last year because if you think about no, Ben Roethlisberger yeah, was yeah. hurt, no Joey Burrow and the Broncos. Two year are, I, I thought you were just going to say that rookie quarterbacks usually play like pretty good, period. But here's – so projectables – everything aside with how Baker's actually played. Let's just talk about like his build, like actually like his, him fitting in as a player. I, I don't question his grit and his toughness. Um, there's people that do that. I told you this many a times. I think he's a gamer. I always thought he was a gamer and people, people around him for progressive commercials. I don't really care about that. Is it? I, I don't care. Here's the thing though. Here's the way the NFL is going. He doesn't, so Lamar Jackson, rookie year, whatever, comes in, plays six games. Then he goes on to win MVP. Kyler Murray has a good year last year. He's he's one or two for the MVP race. You could throw Russell Wilson up there. Maybe Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook's probably a three for the MVP race this year. I don't know. Maybe drop down a little bit after the past couple of games. But Baker is shorter for quarterbacks. He's shorter. He's not yeah. your 6'4", six, 6'5", six, guy. And while his legs are a smaller part of his game, it's not like Kyle Murray's short and he's got a good arm and he could run. He can't, he's not tall. He's not advertised as tall. Lamar has a decent arm, maybe a little bit below average and he could run and he's kind of a bigger guy. And then you have your Herberts who are six, five stand in the pocket. Baker is not, he's not the traditional quarterback and he's not the new wave quarterback. He's in the middle. It's weird. You're going to have to give me time, but do you remember the stat, like the graphic that I showed you of Drew Brees, Baker Mayfield, Brett Favre, of like their first three years? Yes. So like, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. You're good. No, I'm trying to find it. My point with that is all those dudes are what you're talking about, them being short and they don't really have legs. Um, I would even throw Russell Wilson in there in the terms of he didn't run a lot his first couple years he was kind of a kind of he's very mobile though now oh yeah he's extremely good obviously mvp candidate this year but my my thing with that my thing with this whole argument is that first year very good incredible that's where he got like all his hype and i i'll i'll be the first to say i think it went to his head the next year um adding obj to the locker room was a choice. Um, I still think there's time to make it work. We'll see about that later. But second year, awful, worse in the league, almost as bad as Jameis Winston, who is a backup right now, also number one pick. Um, I think this year he's been average, but he's been average in the best way that we're seven and three. And there's no real reason to kind of be upset with him. I can absolutely understand the idea of, okay, he's not playing like a number one pick should be. And that's totally agreeable. He doesn't have, he has, he, he, he has a fantastic offense around him, but if you give him, if you put him, and this is probably the only team that I think like, it's really weird how they work right now is the Chicago bears. If you give him that team, I think he's balling out. I think he's absolutely blowing out. I think he's better than Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky. And I'll even go to the fact of if he's with Sean McVay in um, in uh, Los Angeles with the Rams, I think he's also putting up the same. He, he almost is. That's the thing. I did look it up before. He is putting up the same numbers except for yards as Jared Goff. And so my point with this, and this is what I'll just end it on, is I'm not signing him to the max contract. I'm not giving him a Patrick Mahomes deal. I'm not giving him the Ryan Tannehill deal, but I'm giving him two years. I'm giving him a two-year contract, and it's these next two years, you're going to have the same coach for the first time in, in your whole career, first time with a coach two years in a row. Um, that third year, if we're in the playoffs and you haven't won a playoff game, you're out. That's what it is. That's plain, cut, and simple. That's what it is. Uh, that's probably how it should go unless for – you know, for some reason, the rest of the season, he just balls out, but we're not going to get that because he's going to have to continue to play at first energy stadium. He's got to play at least 
two more games, right? We only have two more games. We're five and one. So, yeah, he only has Ravens and Steelers in the dead of November. No, not even the dead of November. In the dead of December, both games, where it's probably going to be snowing. Yeah, the weather is going to be bad. Yeah. So, but that's the thing that, and and this is going to be my my final point. Uh, Not even, it's not even like a final point for what the argument is, but he needs to learn to win and throw the ball better in those in those um cases and i'll be the first to say that i think baker mayfield is very quickly put probably the most bizarre player in the nfl because he's not bad he's he's i think he's good i think he's the most overanalyzed quarterback yeah but i think that's i think that that's other circumstances at all i think it comes with the first pick I think it comes with being a first overall well, pick. Well, yes. Okay, so here, let me try to go rebuttal, like, in order. Jameis Winston, first overall pick. The Buccaneers identified that he was not very good. Got rid of him. Is Baker Was Baker Mayfield better last year? A little bit. The 40 interceptions. Are better than here. last year, you mean? No, no. Is Baker last year, was he better than Jameis last year? Oh, yes. But, I mean, they yeah. were basically the same player as mm-hmm. far as, you know, Jameis had more interceptions. Buccaneers move on, moved on from him. Baker is not bad, and he's but he's not great. He's right in this weird middler position, and he plays for the Browns. And we've had quarterback, you know, we've had quarterback problems for quarterback woes multiple decades. So I mean, you have to overanalyze him because it's like, yes, he's the best quarterback we've had this century. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I think Brian Hoyer, Brian Hoyer don't get hurt 2014. That's an interesting argument. That's a big if. And I think Derek Anderson might have been better than him 2000, whatever that year was, seven. So, but he's top three quarterbacks for a franchise out of a long list in the past 20 plus years. So, I mean, you got to give him props for that to some extent, but it's like, I hate doing this and I, and I, and I don't, I don't like, you know, making comparisons from other people, but just like, and this is, I think people's arguments. It's not that Baker's losing us games, but like, what if he was just playing better? Like, that's what I was trying to say, like over Twitter, like just imagine if he was like 25. If he was playing like Russell Wilson. Yeah. Just imagine if we had Russell Wilson. We would be 10 and 0 probably. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's a big, if you can't think like that as fans, but it's just like, yeah. Every week I like I turn on other people playing and I just see these quarterbacks making dime throws, standing in the pocket. Teams that don't have as good as personnel as us, we have one of the best offensive lines in the league. And yeah. we have the top two running backs. So and I know that that's how our team's designed. So that's I think making up for his lack of, you know, attempts. I think the the one argument that you could also make just for your sake is that um oh man, I lost it. Wow, I lost it. Um, the wins, the sorry, the wins. He's 20 and 20. Are the wins cushioning the fact that if he was, say he had worse records, team had worse records, and he had the stats that he did now, would he be out next year? Would Or not even out, but would Case Keenum start or something? Or would they bring in someone else or go draft someone else? I think um, if we weren't seven and three right now, I think six and four, I still think we're good. If we were five and five right now, he'd be out. Because we lost. That's us. That because I mean, at the end of the day, looking at our schedule, that's us losing to two teams that we shouldn't. Yeah, but we're not. But that's the thing. That's yes. a hypothetical. My thing is so. That's why so you so, so you do think so you do think like say we ended each season we were five and uh, eleven or like whatever um, for three years. You think he would be out next year? Because I'm just looking at the Jameis Winston thing, and it's just like really quickly, it's not a huge thing, but Jameis Winston in his career had one winning season his entire time in um, Tampa, and that was his second year. And then every other year he was 3-10. Three, three and ten. What is this? 3-6. Uh, and six. He must have been hurt. And then 7-9. and nine. So, like, I think the, I think the winning bias is kind of like that thing that I was talking to you about earlier in the year about, you know, making changes in lineups and stuff about like, Mm -hmm. if it's, if it's not broken, you don't fix it. And Baker Mayfield 20 and 20, you don't really break, you don't really, nothing's really broken. So there's nothing really to fix at this moment. My thing is you can't abandon Baker Mayfield because two things, we are as good as we are. It's maybe, maybe it's not all because of Baker, but we are as good as we are. We're seven and three. We don't have a high draft pick. 
um, unless you take the, you know, the, the Green Bay Packers route and you draft someone with that first pick, uh, no matter who it is, and you kind of throw away um, getting a really good defensive piece for that sake. But to go beyond that point, I think you just have to give it time. I, I think I can agree with you. It's been an average year for Baker, but I think I need more time because I still have rookie year Baker in my mind and the fact that he can reach those potentials again. I think he's, his, low is, his low will never get that low again, but I think he could get as high and maybe even beyond um, in the following years than his rookie year. And I think that's why you would extend him because of that hope and what you've seen, not this year because it's not all the way done, but what we will have by the end of this year. It's really all depending. This argument comes down to his attitude because no, you don't abandon him. We're seven and three. If we make the playoffs this year, he deserves at least, you know, one or two more years. But I'm not paying him if he's gonna be an like if he's gonna be a cocky and be an ass in like the contract negotiations or whatever, like the extensions, like I could see it, I could see us overpaying him and then he's just this for you know, we just what are we first round we pay him for first round exits for the next two years or three years. And how like, long did uh Dallas do that with Tony Romo though? Yeah, Tony Romo, another Andy can't Dalton stand, can't stand him. But I mean that that's what I'm saying. Like people I, I understand what you're I know about. the NFC East is really bad, but like people were arguing about Dak Prescott getting paid. Like, come on, like Dak Prescott's a baller. Like we, we he was probably gonna be the MVP this year on a terrible Dallas team if he didn't get hurt. He was gonna throw for six thousand yards, maybe. Like yeah. come on, man. Like Baker ain't throwing Baker ain't having Again, with Ezekiel Elliott on his team, Baker doesn't have two thousand yards through the first four get five games. I just think that's, again, like over there, their West Coast offense. They know they are. We're not a West Coast offense. Yeah, we're AFC ground and pound, but it's like, oh, here's the thing I almost forgot. Almost forgot. I got to go to – I got to go to Super Bowl winners. Super Bowl winners for what? Just in general because here's the thing. And I I love Nick Chubb and I love Kareem Hunt and I love how we operate as a football team. But – when and I could be wrong, there could be an outlier year. But let's Patrick look at Mahomes. the last. Let's yes, okay, Tom yes. Brady. Yes, but Tom Brady. That game was a thirteen ten win. Tom correct? Brady. Well, that I would I would almost give Julian Edelman that game too a little bit. I think they were co MVPs. Right, but it wasn't. There wasn't a lot of passing in that game. Is what I'm so so. But to. who was? But what was before that? Was who, twenty was twenty eighteen. Um, it, it was the Patriots again, right? Yeah, but just think of the player. Who's it the was, 2018 player that stands out to you? There's Matt, one per- uh, wait, 2018? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So are you talking about the other out. side? The other side of the, the yeah, the team that won Super Bowl. 2018's Nick Foles. Oh, okay. Then 2017 is the 2017's, Atlanta game. 2017's Brady. Okay. So what did it was? So the last four Super Bowls. But look at Nick Foles now. Yeah, but no, 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 no. The last four Super Bowls, how did we just remember them? Uh, Patrick Mahomes, who's on one of the greatest teams ever assembled offensively. Tom Brady, who's arguably the GOAT. And Nick Foles, who is... Nick Foles, lucky. Yeah, Tom Brady, the Tom GOAT. Brady. So we have the GOAT, and we have... we have, That's a small sample size with very good teams. But you got to be... You got to be with great teams. You got to be great to win the Super Bowl. But when we talk about those games, you literally said it before I would really said Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady, we're talking about the quarterback. Okay. If I could take that a step further, though, compare their opponents in those games. Jimmy Garoppolo, a very questionable quarterback at this point. He's not – no, he's not good. He has a run game No, like I'm saying he's do. not good, but that's my point. Like, like but, All right, all right. So 20, Chubb, 20 not, nights, You're not talking about the running backs in the Super Bowl. I love the running backs. I think the running backs are a very important part yeah, of the Yeah, they're not going to win you Super about the quarterback. Right, but that's my point. So Jimmy Garoppolo, average quarterback. So you have faith in Baker to win us a Super Bowl? No, but 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 you but are you putting are you putting Nick Foles in that category? Yeah, I'm putting Nick Foles in the weird Joe Flacco category, but they still needed him to play above average. It's not like they just handed the ball off to You're right. Miles Sanders the whole game and just beat Tom Brady. You're they right. Played, so then that third game better. that third game was Jared Goff, correct? 
Jared Goff didn't do anything in that game. Then mm. 2016 is the Atlanta 26, game. 2016 is the first one that uh, – no, 2016 is Denver 24, Carolina 10, and that's a defensive game for me. Right. Where, so, where wait, I'm sorry. So, 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 I'm trying to I'm trying to go in order of, like, the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. But so, um, essentially, Jared Goff was a player, Jimmy Garoppolo, Nick Foles, um, Cam Newton, MVP year. That was his year. So, that's the one outlier in my argument. Yeah, that was for 10 points. Yeah, I can't even. So, those four players were on the opposite sides of those guys that you were talking about. So, you had one outlier. I have one outlier. And then 15 is uh, Brady beats um russell 2024 20, and then 2014 is 43-8 denver russell yeah but that was an awful game awful game my point being baker i have if you're gonna say nick Foles, i'm gonna say baker mayfield like that's just what it is i think baker yeah, mayfield can, i think baker mayfield ass. can play yeah, i think maybe. baker mayfield i think baker mayfield can play well enough to get us into the super bowl it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to play beyond that. Well, the first first thing is, I think for the next couple of years, the winner of the Super Bowl is coming out of the AFC. So before next, that ever happens, before that ever Patrick happens, Mahomes is hurt or retired. The winner might be coming out of the AFC. or the Steelers because the Steelers yeah. look phenomenal right now. If um, Big Ben and Mahomes are in the league, the winners coming out of the AFC probably. And yeah. well, good thing Brady left. Yeah, but I. I just think that you got to get I think Baker's good enough to get us to a playoff game. But yeah. is that like, I mean, I think. But I think he can win us a playoff game too. I think he, I really do. I don't. Not right now. Depends. He's got. Not he's right now. Time I agree with you. Himself, not right now. But not with. But neither can Lamar Jackson. So. Truth. True. So, all right. I think we're going to call it there. We went pretty long. So. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty heated, so I like it. Um, but, yeah, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, thank you very much for watching, everyone, and uh, we'll, we'll catch you in the next one. Peace.